Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello, and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here with my co-host, Donna Lee. Hello, everybody. This is a men's health show. I'm a board-certified urologist. And I'm a board-certified co-host. You're certifiable, that's right. Mm-hmm. This is a men's health show that we've had for about the last year. We uh, really appreciate our KLBJ News Radio friends and engineers for making this show a reality. Especially Daniel and Kelly who put up with us. That's right. Thank you guys. That's right. And take all the (laughs) fodder from our likely FCC violations that are on a weekly basis. For those of you that are new to the show, uh, we talk about a variety of men's health issues, a lot of which are below the belt. Uh, We have a practice. This show is brought to you by our practice, NAU Urology Specialist, established in 2007. What? That's like 13 years ago. I know. You've been around a while. I see it all in your gray beard. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that. Uh, We've grown grown quite a bit as a practice. We now have uh, multiple offices. We have four amazing physician providers. We have Mm -hmm. mid-level providers and all sorts of things that allow us to provide a more holistic approach. And I think that what we do here is different than what other people do. I do too, especially with the services we have on site. That's right. Why don't you tell people about our practice? Our practice is located in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs, Texas, which is very, very cute. Our phone number during the week is 512-238-0762. You can email your amazing questions to armormenshealth at gmail.com, or you can visit our website and send in inquiry to armormenshealth.com. You can also see Dr. Mystery's smiling, happy face right there next to mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I had a patient this week that insisted that he meet Donna Lee before he walked out of here. I met him. He was oh, so nice. I gave him a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and a bunch of cards about the show. So <laughs> All his friends should turn, tune in, and his name is, he said Joe. He said to say hi. Oh, very good. Hi, Joe. Hey, Joe. <laughs> Today we have uh, Dr. Lucas Giacomides, uh, the newest and greatest of the new additions to <laughs> Jurassic Park. You're the newest and greatest of the, the new. That's right. But the old Not ones. Not the old. No, the old that's right. <laughs> I'm the oldest... And semi-greatest. That's right. That's right. <laughs> like a like a dinosaur, a fossilized <laughs> relic of the past. Dr. Lucas Giacomides is a board-certified urologist, a member of our amazing team here. Has quite a uh, an, uh, a long and storied urologic past. Uh, <laughs> where'd you train? Not I, Baylor. I trained not Baylor at the University of Texas. <laughs> so did he South- train at all? Is that what you're going to say? Southwestern Medical School. You know, also notable. Always growing up uh, here in Texas, there's been this knowledge that Baylor was the number one medical school and place to train um, in the state, at least, and that at least people that went to UT Southwestern uh, thought that they were number two, at least. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. It's better to be number one than step in number two. That's right. That's right. That's, that's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Being the second biggest urologist uh, group in, in town, uh, <laughs> I, I have a lot of respect for second best. <laughs> so. So, Lucas, um, you were a, a part of the Baylor Scott and White mega structure for many years, and you, you even had a like a pretty senior position in their medical staff. Is that right? It was a very senior position. In fact, I'm still semi involved in their administration, in some weird capacity, but somehow I'm still on their medical executive committee. So, shout out to everybody. Hopefully, they won't uh, <laughs> take away my voting privileges. With that. <laughs> well, it's great that that you get to kind of bring that perspective of uh, what it's like to be on you know what I consider the more personalized private practice approach versus a, a larger organization that's that has multiple specialties that are somewhat more integrated. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure that you have some insight into when a patient's looking for uh, a doctor, 
why a private practice um, may, may, may suit certain kind of patients. You know, I started out my career in a big multi-specialty clinic before I moved to Austin and not hospital employed. And, you know, it, it seemed to check a lot of boxes. You know, I think it, there is, are some huge advantages, of course, of just having everything under one big structure. And then there's also some inherent disadvantages that people just feel like they're just getting down an assembly line of, um, you know, they're not necessarily, you know, there were plenty of good doctors where we worked. You didn't have to try that hard, I guess, to earn your business and earn your reputation. People just sent you patients and they were just told that this guy is the best or this lady's the best doctor. And, you know, but I, I think the patients are savvy enough to say, you know, are they though? You know, they're going to do their homework. And I think, you know, private practice, um, starting my own practice uh, two years ago and then joining yours four months ago, you realize that, that nothing's for granted. And you, you got to work earn. every day, right? Mm-hmm. You got to work every day and you got to, you got to earn those stripes. So, you know, and, and mm-hmm. it's, uh, and every, every encounter with your primary care providers, you have to make sure they go back and tell them, Hey, this, this guy's pretty okay. He's going to take good care of me. You know, what's interesting is um, those of us that work in the community, we have to work at multiple different hospitals. So we get really a good slice and taste of, of what this town has to offer. Uh, this time of year, we're hitting a lot of emergency rooms, and those emergency room visits are for one major thing, <laughs> kidney stones. That's right. I did. I saw five different hospitals on Saturday. Oh, my. Um, that was, uh, and I wouldn't even call it all those hospitals. <laughs> just sort of, just because I'm, bo- I'm bored, I need the business, you <laughs> know. You know. Float, floating around. I hurt myself five different times. It wasn't even for me providing care. <laughs> That's funny. My joke about this town, we have so many urologists that when a kidney stone drops, there's four urologists running everywhere <laughs> to go find We're care. ambulance chasers, but in a different way, a kidney different stone way. chasers. Um, so how is heat related to kidney stones? Because I know we talk about getting hot. What is that? How does that relate? You know, it's incredible that I remember my personal record one day was eight on a Mm -hmm. June day. Just people kept dropping in left and right. And maybe they formed them in the earlier, but they sure seem to drop them in the summer. I always use the example of 10th grade chemistry for those of you out there who made it to 10th grade. You know, and so (laughs) when you put a little sugar in the water, Mm -hmm. it dissolves, right? And then if you put a lot more sugar in the water, it precipitates, it comes out. And so the way you get it back in solution is you add more water. In the summertime, we're out and about. We're more active if we're not being isolated by COVID and whatnot. And we're just doing more stuff outdoors. And mm-hmm. what little amount you had to ingest uh, gets precipitated if you don't get dehydrated. So unless there's a reason not to, I tell my stone formers, two to three liters a day is what actually needs to leave your body. Wow. So if you drink two or three liters a day and sweat out half of that, then that's not going to leave your body. And then you're going to concentrate your stones and you're going to make bigger stones. And then you're going to see us. Two to three liters. That's a lot. You know, when I think uh, about kidney stones and a lot of people's experience with them, uh, a lot of people have had a stone and they pass it. So I think some of our listeners may think that that's a natural thing that's going to happen, that almost regardless of the size or regardless of the person, that stones are going to be ultimately passed. Although the pain is terrible and having to run to the emergency room is terrible, there are stones that don't pass, right? Right. You know, we typically use the cutoff of five millimeters, you know, which doesn't seem like a big number until you're trying to pass it through a four and a half millimeter ureter. (laughs) Um, But it doesn't mean you can't pass a bigger one. Uh, I've seen even little people pass 12 millimeter stones before not mm-hmm. without difficulty but they have and i've seen people go into kidney failure with two millimeter stones so but five is kind of the cutoff we use and uh you know we give you a trial of passage because hopefully you know if you're doing okay we'll give you a shot to do it and if you're not doing
doing okay. And namely, the big things to remember are infection and obstruction and stone. You can have a stone, you can have a UTI or urinary tract infection, and you can have an obstruction, but you can't have all three. That's a mm-hmm. potentially life-threatening event. Sounds like a terrible That's right. day. And so those are going to be uh, instances in which you'll need an immediate operation. If you're at home and you think you're passing a stone and you have a fever, that is an automatic no-no, and you need to be seen uh, immediately in the emergency room. And if you're interested in being taken care of by us, uh, you know, uh, call us for an appointment. But if you have a fever, we'd rather you just show up in the emergency room and us and us come see you there. That's right. When we talk about operating on somebody in an emergency setting, um, what are we usually talking about? Well, in that situation, sometimes the important thing is to realize sometimes all we can do is put a stent in a little uh, tube that goes from the kidney to the bladder and cool off and get the obstruction relieved and then live to fight another day. Um, but if we're going to go, quote, get the stone, um, then usually we just go up and get it. We go up through whatever genitalia you may or may not have, and then we go into the bladder, up to the ureter, um, get to the stone, either take it out in one piece um, or break it up in laser fragments and, and uh, take out the st- fragments one by one. People also talk about shockwave lithotripsy or sitting in the bathtub is what historically used to be. I still remember those days. I'm old enough to remember something that resembled a hot tub and how we did. Bathtub, you are old. (laughs) Yes. It's uh, back when we let the dinosaurs again. Um, But uh, that's the lesser invasive, but sometimes can't be done in an emergency setting because you have to set something like that up. And then finally, there's even, um, you know, stone surgeries that, that are so big that have to get done through a small hole in the back. So that's a that's a, a admission overnight and then usually a little bit more of a recovery. So for those of you out there, uh, especially during the summer months, if you think you're experiencing a kidney stone but don't have a fever, um, call us first. A lot of times we can uh, hydrate you here in the office. A lot of times we can give you pain medication and image you without going to the emergency room. And staying out of the emergency room at times like this is a really good idea. Mm-hmm. It uh, helps relieve their congestion and uh, really makes your job um, of getting diagnosed and treated cheaper, easier. And we would encourage any one of you out there that think you're suffering from stones, either chronically or acutely, to give us a phone call and uh, let us take care of you. That's right. You can call us during the week at 512-238-0762. You can email us at armormenshealth at gmail. Our website is armormenshealth.com. And you can check out our free podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts on iTunes, Alexa, SoundCloud, all what's, of the what's our What's our number so right now as far as our podcast downloads? We've gotten, We've gotten over 10,000 downloads, y'all. How yeah. is that happening? That's incredible. Thanks so much for joining us, Dr. Giacomides. Thank and- you. The Armor Men's Health Hour is brought to you by Urology Specialists of Austin. For questions or to schedule an appointment, please call 512-238-0762 or online at armormenshealth.com. 